Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us. Coming up, folks, at the end of tonight's show, please stay with me. I've got a video I just saw that will absolutely stun you from Representative Elon Omar. That's coming up at the end of the night show. Coming up in just a few minutes, though, we've got a very special Point of View correspondent, and he's going to be joining us, and I'm not making this up. <laughs> this is going to be our mystery guest. He is literally on the southern border, and the street that he's on is called, this is, this is real, it's called Deplorable Way. That's the name of the street. And by the way, it's the only place in the country right now that has brand new, brand new border wall where there has never been wall before. So stick around for that. It's, it's an incredible, incredible segment. But the end of tonight's show will stun you. All right, last night we had Congressman Kelly, Kelly Armstrong on the show. Uh, he's always told me since the campaign, uh, from the campaign early on, while well, he's been a congressman, that the top two issues that you, the people of North Dakota, always talked about are one, immigration, not necessarily in this order, but one, immigration, but also our debt and our deficit. So just before coming on the air, the House passed a two-year budget deal that's going to fund our military, but also raise both our debt and our deficit. Now, just for some clarity, because a lot of people get these things sometimes sort of mixed up, there's a distinction here. The debt, obviously, is the total amount of debt that we have as a nation, while the deficit, that you hear that term a lot as well, the deficit is sort of the annual or yearly deficit or debt, if you will, that we run as a nation. So, for example, this two-year budget deal is projected to give us roughly a trillion, <laughs> can't believe I'm using that word, a trillion with a T dollar deficit for the next fiscal year. Just to be clear, that's not good. So last night I asked Congressman Armstrong, hey, you're going to be voting on this budget bill soon. Are you going to be voting yay or nay? Here's what he had to say. Yeah, right now I'm definitely leaning as a no. Um, I campaigned on this issue, and I understand. I mean, everybody has to make their own determination. The, the defense spending in this is absolutely essential. But I think we always get put in those situations, and we always we always end up having to take something, <laughs> take something terrible to get something we really need. And you know, I serve on different committees. I serve in the minority. Um, uh, Senator Kramer serves on a, uh, on a lot of the military committees, so he comes at it probably from a different side than I do. But as of right now, I'm leaning as a no. So Congressman Armstrong straight stayed, I should say, stayed true to that vote and voted no today, even after President Trump earlier today was trying to apply some pressure on some House conservatives, House GOPers, because look, Trump knew that the conservatives in the House, they just, they couldn't swallow this budget pill. It's just, it's too much debt, too much deficit for the kind of budget that they as Congressman Armstrong just alluded to, that they campaigned on. So here's what President Trump tweeted out earlier today, saying, hey, House Republicans should support the two-year budget agreement, which greatly helps our military and our vets. I am totally with you. Trump also held a conference call today with some of the more conservative faction of the House GOPers. Didn't really move the needle. I think he ended up having like 149 or so uh, people that voted nay against this two-year budget agreement. A lot of the guys were like, look, I already know this thing's going to pass. I'm not going to waste my vote as a conservative on something that isn't really a conservative budget. I know Trump's doing it for political reasons. It gets him past the budget deals, puts it out into 2021. He says, look, I don't want to deal with this during an election year. So we'll see how it plays out for the 2020 elections, uh, of course. So 
Also, I want to share this with you because this happened just before we came on the air as well. A new study out showing what's happening down at our southern border. We now have got a record surge of children, immigrant children that are coming across our border since October. And guess what? So we've had 61,000 migrant children come across our border since October. And you and I, the people at home right now, yes, you and me have spent $230 million, million on snacks, diapers, and baby formula for illegal, illegal immigrant children. That doesn't even include the housing, the adults that are rolling through here, all that kind of stuff. So I bring that up for you because it shows just how important it is that we change our ridiculously weak asylum and immigration laws, but also the importance of building a big, beautiful wall with a big, beautiful door. So earlier today, I had a chance to visit with our new, our brand new point of view correspondent. <laughs> Down at the southern border on deplorable way because there's a very special event that's happening. Uh, starts tonight, as a matter of fact, goes throughout the weekend. Donald Trump Jr. is going to be down there. But uh, this is one example you're going to see throughout this segment tonight. One example as to why a border wall is so important. Join us tonight, a very special correspondent from El Paso. And folks, I'm not making this up. He is right now on Deplorable Way. It's the one and only Scott Hennon from What's On Your Mind radio show. Scott, thanks so much for joining us. Big symposium starting uh, today, going throughout the next couple of days for We Build the Wall. What's happening down there? Well, it's just, it's just part of the effort to get the word out, Chris. I mean, the, uh, the only wall uh, built under the Trump presidency, new border wall, is right here, right behind me, right along Deplorable Way. And it was built with the hard-earned money of, you know, patriots, or as Hillary Clinton would say, deplorables, right? <laughs> uh, we're, we're the deplorables that opened up our checkbook to get this built. GoFundMe, $24 million was raised, and uh, this wall was built. Everything you see here, I don't even see all the way to the top of that mountain, uh, but it's a, it's a heck of a grade. On the other side of the, this wall is Mexico, and that's right there, uh, a, a mountain is what it is. Uh, was done in 10 days, 10 days, showing what uh, Tommy Fisher and his crew can do from uh, Fisher Industries, a North Dakota company, only a North Dakota company could pull this off. And the Border Patrol agents are gushing over it. They absolutely love it. Way up top there, you can see American flag is up there. There's a perch for them. They can see forever. I talked a moment ago with a former Border Patrol agent who worked up here before there was any of this, and he said they'd be up there all alone. He said that uh, you know uh, they'd have a they'd, they'd have uh, you know binoculars and uh, and a weapon to protect themselves, but their job was really to watch for people coming in. And over and over and over again, they'd see a vehicle dropping off people that had just flown in from Mexico City, a lot of drugs uh, coming across the border, and they'd try and nab them. But up to 200, sometimes more than 200 crossings a day happen here. Guess how many are happening now? Thanks to the deplorable way, zero goose egg. That's right, they've stopped it because of uh, this, this wonderful effort. So we need more of it, and that's the idea behind the symposium. Spread the word, you know? So you're telling me that walls work. Walls work when you have people like Tommy Fisher building. Let me bring Tommy in here. Uh, nice wall, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, uh, uh, Chris Berg, Tommy Fisher, you two know each other. Right here, Chris. Right here on Deplorable Way. Uh, Tommy, what's the buzz about this wall, this trip that you've done? How have you shaken up things with this? Well, I think it's just shown once and for all, a lot of people, when you make a, um, a suggestion that you can build a mile a day and then you can build in the mountains and you can do these different things and they've never seen it before because of our technology and patents, and then they do see it, 
then you start to make believers. And so I'm really excited about this wall symposium just to show that when you integrate, you know, a, a good barrier, a great road, high technology and lighting, you have the complete border security package. And the greatest number that I've heard, just like you said a few minutes ago, is goose egg. Goose egg. Zero. Zero. Yeah. That's what we're shooting for. Perfect. Yeah, hey. and that's what that what that's what makes their day, Chris. It's just unbelievable what to, uh, to know. That's the idea here, right? That's why uh, you know walls are, are so effective because this was a this was a passageway. A lot of drugs can't go this way anymore. So and, uh, they went right into a mountain to do this. By the way, this it was no secret. This was an area where a lot of people were coming through town, but they never built it. Why? Well, the agents were told that they couldn't build it. And if they ever could, it would take years and years and tons of money. And so once we proved that we could do, here's another reason that you do need walls through the mountains because they're going to cross. They're going to cross where there isn't any. Another important component here is electronics and technology. And uh, you've got a partner with at Fisher Industries. Tell us a little bit about all uh, those team, what they've done for you. Yeah, one of the team members that we brought in is another company, uh, Paul Debs with uh, ATSC. And uh, they've been an integral part, and um, I'll let talk, Paul talk more about his stuff. Yeah, I, it, it's going to be hard to show you, Chris, but behind me you can see what look like uh, light poles, but there's more than light poles on there. There's uh, uh, cameras on there, and the other way, this way, back into Mexico, there are sensors up and down the wall going into Mexico. Wow. Uh, Paul, tell us a little bit about this technology. Sure. So, so what we've done is we've integrated high-definition day-night cameras with some of our proprietary IFIDS technology, which is essentially a, a buried line sensor. So we've buried cable along the wall, which enables uh, users or operators to detect, locate, and most importantly, classify surface and subsurface threats. So at any point in time, we can detect, locate, and classify uh, pedestrian traffic, uh, vehicular traffic, tunneling or digging, um, pack animals, gunfires, and then the likes. So, Paul, let me ask you this. What does that mean if I'm a Border Patrol agent? What, what does that mean for me? And more importantly, what, is, what does your technology mean for the American people? Sure. So, I mean, for, for an agent, what, what it does is it gives them more operational control and it gives them back the variable of time, right? So, say you don't have um, people lined up the whole way, you're able to remotely or at, at any other point, um, whether, you're on, whether you're at the border or further back, know what's going on at all times. Whether you can see it or not, um, that's that's the beauty of this integrated technology. And and so for the American people, what that does is it gives them, um, you know, the uh, it, it, it adds to the efficiency and the cost savings of these types of systems as we put them out there. Paul, thank you for what you're doing. The American people appreciate it. And thanks for stepping up with this project. Scott, if we can talk to Tommy real quick. Uh, Tommy. Now, I, was, I don't know if you could see it, but there's some Mexican military that are uh, behind oh. us, they've been they've been uh, hanging around with a fairly heavy artillery, but they were just literally walking down the mountain, and you can get a sense of what people that were crossing before would end up uh, being put put, put put through. Now, as you can see at the top of the hill, if you can, there's a border patrol truck up there, and uh, they have that perch to be able to see that. Now, these guys are are not meaning anybody any harm here. They're just again uh, patrolling on the Mexico side, but uh, anybody that's not meant to be here, they're going to get caught pretty quick. Chris's question for you, Tommy. Tommy, I you want bet. to ask you this, but first off, again, thank you, Tommy, for stepping up and doing this. I know you did it at cost, and this is the first new, and I'm going to stress new, new mile or half a mile of wall that's been built since President Trump has taken office. We, You and I both signed the article in the Washington Examiner. President Trump's been pushing back on that uh, via Twitter. But what I know tonight, Tommy, is the people at home are going to be seeing this, and they're going, what? You're telling me that, that Tommy Fisher, a person from North Dakota, showed up and is the only person in the country, in the world, that's built new wall. 
We know that Donald Trump Jr. is going to come down and see you this weekend for the symposium. What are you going to communicate this weekend at the symposium to hopefully have Donald Trump Jr. go back into the Oval Office and go, Dad, the guy has put his money where his mouth is. Let's get this thing done and finish the wall with Fisher Industries. Well, I think the biggest thing is, is the president's been working his buns off, but he's fighting a bureaucracy. And here's the difference. I, I, I believe this is another example of the ice skating rink. And I hope that uh, uh, Donald Jr. will say, say hey, here, here's the difference. Maybe we buy from the private side. And with the Patriots that funded, we build the wall, we'll continue to build. And the government can purchase the wall from them. And then it's the government's wall. But in, in the end, I think if you turn private business loose with our technology and our ability to get things done and no excuses, just production, you'll get this. And um, you, you'll see that it works. I mean, it's so, it's so different from what el everything else is on the border. And what I'm getting from the other agents is I hopefully they'll also tell Donald Jr. that this works for us. We can't say it on camera, but I'm telling you, it makes our job easier because we can get anywhere with the technology. We already know where they're already coming so we can be proactive and be there. And, um, you know, we're, we're just we're just hoping that it spreads the word and, and people can see what Americans can actually build, that there's there's pride here. There's grit, there's passion, and we want to secure a border for all Americans. Amen to that. And Tommy, you know, we all, our hearts go out to these Border Patrol agents that are working their tails off, putting their lives on the line every single day. What are you hearing from them about the impact that your wall, your construction has had for their lives? Well, first of all, I've heard that they've had people come from multiple sections because they couldn't believe what happened. And then once they saw it, this is what we can honestly have. We can actually have a full-on paved roadway. We can have technology that we can be proactive. So, you know, we can do more work with less agents and then we can also feel safe. You know, if, if we're five miles away, but, uh, um, you know, like Paul's company is overseeing and the technology is coming down if there's any threats, we can be proactive and we can be safe. So all of a sudden, another agent might have to come in. But we have a road that we can get there so much quicker. A lot of what you see behind me is they couldn't they couldn't tra traverse or anything. They basically had to sit in spots and hopefully they could intersect. So it was a, a cat and mouse game on foot. Now we've given the agents the upper hand that they have the road, or the, wow. the other side's on foot against cars, and you're going to lose every time. Tommy, I got about a minute left, sir. I know you've got a symposium taking place this, place this weekend. If you can paint the picture for our audience, what's happened at the symposium for us back here in the Midwest? How can we watch it, partake in it, and help out? Well, I think it's going to be aired on different uh, internet stations. Um, I think if you go to webuildthewall.us, uh, they'll show more on that where, where to find it. But it's just really, it's, it's to get the word out, not as much as Fisher Industries and this. It's about border security, what it means, how to accomplish it, and, you know, a lot of different things. So I think anytime someone's talking about an issue that's as important as this, um, I'm just happy to be part of it. And I'm thankful that they chose, you know, our company and we got a chance to really show, you know, what we can do. Tommy, thank you for being a great patriot. Can we get our correspondent at the Portable Way back on for a moment, Tommy, Scott, and, and Scott, I got to ask you, as a guy, you know, coming from the Midwest, Tommy's in this world. This is his business. This is what he does every single day. But for a gentleman like yourself who is not from construction, you show up there today and you see this, what was your first reaction to it? Unbelievable. This is the promised land of border wall uh, barrier, no doubt about it. And here's the deal. You and I, Chris, uh, went down with Tommy to actually see what 
currently passes for border wall. And uh, we saw, you know, uh, companies that started and stopped. We saw old, uh, you know, runway that was put up as, uh, as barrier fence. It was a disaster. This is state of the art. Look, we want the United States military to have the best of the best. You bet we do. These folks are on the front lines, too, in Customs and Border Patrol, uh, trying to protect this country. And again, it is the greatest country on the face of the earth. We, for far too long, have looked the other way, Republicans and Democrats, about this. This isn't being hateful. This is actually being respectful of people who come here legally and want to realize the American dream and stop the madness of the invasion that's happening, no different than what's happening in Europe. We've got to do this to protect the, America, the United States of America that we all know and love. Scott Hennon, great job. Thank you so much for giving us a few minutes of the time. Our new uh, point of view correspondent live from El Paso <laughs> on Deplorable Way. <laughs> I just love that name. 